Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Fox is on Capitol Hill, not that kind. Your news update, and we talk budgets on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend, starting right now. Hello, and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for April 9th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. Shell says its decision to pull out of Russia in response to the country's invasion of Ukraine has already cost the international energy giant as much as $5 billion. The reduced value of Russian assets, credit losses, and onerous contract terms will cut earnings for the first three months of the year between $4 billion and $5 billion, London-based Shell said Thursday. The estimate was part of an update released before publication of complete first quarter earnings on May 5th. Shell said last month that it was appalled by the invasion of Ukraine as it announced plans to exit joint ventures within Russian state-owned energy company Gazprom. Thousands of cryptocurrency enthusiasts are gathering in Miami as the city builds its reputation as one of the key locations to develop the blockchain technology despite its underdog status. Dozens of companies are using the Bitcoin 2022 conference running Wednesday through Saturday as a venue to network, pitch ideas, and share announcements. New York City and Silicon Valley continue to lead funding raised by blockchain startups in 2021 with $6.6 billion and $3.9 billion. But Miami is now tied with Los Angeles, where firms pulled in more than $760 million in funding, according to market research firm CB Insights. Twitter tweeted Tuesday that it is indeed working on a way for users to edit their 280-character messages, although it says the project doesn't have anything to do with the fact that edit function fan Elon Musk was just revealed as the company's largest shareholder and now sits on its board. Twitter says it will test the feature in its paid service, Twitter Blue, in the coming months. It said the test would help it learn what works, what doesn't, and what's possible. So it may be a while before most Twitter users get to use it, if they ever do. Twitter spokesperson Catherine Hill declined to say whether an edit feature might be rolled out for all users. Many Twitter users, among them Kim Kardashian, Ice-T, Katy Perry, and McDonald's corporate account, have long begged for an edit function. The company itself recently teased users with a April Fool's Day tweet saying, We are working on an edit button. The official Twitter account said Tuesday that the April 1 tweet wasn't a joke and that it had been working on it since last year. 
Capitol Hill has a fox problem, and that's not the lead into a joke. Representative Ami Bera learned firsthand Monday evening while walking to the Capitol for votes. Now he's undergoing a series of four rabies shots out of an abundance of caution. Barra said he felt something lunge at him from behind as he walked near one of the Senate office buildings. He turned and used his umbrella to fend off what he thought would be a small dog, but soon realized he was tangling with a fox. Barra said the encounter lasted about 15 seconds. A bystander yelled to alert others, and the fox fled as U.S. Capitol Police officers ran up on the scene. News and more on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the this Ad Council. This week's State of the Bands blog includes KOing COPD, taking that next step, and Royce and I figure out my budget. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now, let's go to the President and Chief Executive Officer of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, you know I used to be an EMT, right? I have heard that rumor around the office. We uh, we won't share the story that I just shared with you all. No, here. we will not. But uh, <laughs> I have uh, I've seen a lot of patients with what's called COPD or card... Uh, um, uh, not helping you. I refuse. I know. I know. <laughs> Chronic obstructive. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, it's going to be one of those days. Yes, sir. It will well, be. <laughs> you know, most of our significant scientific discoveries have been somewhat accidental. You know, uh, uh, we talk about uh, George Washington Carver who uh, discovered so many uses for the peanut. Oh, yeah. Sweet uh, potatoes. WD-40, which is actually water displacement formula 40. Four, yep. Uh, Teflon. Teflon was an accidental discovery. All of these were developed under the umbrella of developing something else. Yep. And I think we found something new, a new cell. We didn't have to go anywhere outside the body. We looked inside. In the lungs, we found a new cell. Yeah, so this kind of, this kind of, it didn't just appear. Uh, it was discovered. And these were the guys from uh, the University of Pennsylvania that discovered a new cell called a respiratory airway secret, mm, circuit. Secretory. Secretory cell. Thank yeah. you. Or an Secreting R cell. We're going to call it an RESC. Yes. Um, an RESC is formed in an airway branch deep inside the lungs near the alveoli, which are responsible for air intake and uh, 
you know, you had your high school biology, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so RASCs are unlike any other cell in the lungs because they have stem cell-like properties. Now, stem cells are undifferentiated cells that can become a cell of any type. So, think about this. RASCs have a similar regenerative function for alveoli. What's the significance of that? Potential to treat illness, right? Yep, that's one use. So, we know that smoking's bad. Uh, bad is not the word. Smoking's bad for you. Bad, bad, bad. But, what you don't know is that smoking can inhibit these RASCs. And... And damage them, yeah. Damage them. Now, RASC therapy can help people with COPD. COPD is one of the most horrible diseases that you can have. It is very common, and about 3 million cases are diagnosed in a year. If RASCs can knock this down... Wow. That'd be amazing. That'd be absolutely amazing. Yeah, first of all, stop the smoking. Second of all, seek RASC therapy. Now, there's... There's the thing about research here that we need to say. This is not 100%, but they are testing it. So could uh, could have anything to do with childhood asthma, genetics. Man. You know. Sleep could, apnea even, possibly? I don't know about that. Hey, that would why be, not? That would be pretty cool, too. That's because be amazing. That's something that's up. So mm-hmm. more after this on Arbitrage State of the Band's weekend. Hopefully, you're not sleeping on us. <laughs> Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Tesla CEO Elon Musk acquired a 9% stake in Twitter to become its largest shareholder just before raising questions about the social media platform's dedication to free speech and the First Amendment. The ultimate aim of Musk's 73.5 million share purchase worth $3 billion based on the closing price Friday, is not clear. Yet in late March, Musk, who has 80 million Twitter followers and is very active on the site, questioned free speech on Twitter and whether the platform is undermining democracy. According to the Securities and Exchange filing Monday, Musk bought the shares on March 14th. Describing him as a long-term investor looking to minimize his buying and selling of the shares. That means Musk acquired the shares before the beginning of his public discourses on the First Amendment and Twitter. Yet, 
Musk has also raised the possibility publicly before his massive and loyal Twitter following that he would create a rival social media network. Industry analysts are skeptical about whether the mercurial CEO will remain on the sidelines for long. In a note to investors, CFRA analyst Angela Zeno wrote that although Musk's intent is unclear, Twitter could be viewed as an acquisition target because its shares have been falling since early last year. The company, according to Zeno, has failed to adequately monetize the platform during the past several years. Jack Dorsey stepped down as CEO in November. Musk's actual investment is a very small percentage of his wealth and an all-out buyout should not be ruled out, wrote Zeno, who covers Twitter and social media. Musk's stake in Twitter more than four times the size of Dorsey, who co-founded the company and who was the largest individual shareholder until Musk arrived. Twitter stock surged more than 25% on Monday. Since Musk bought his stake on March 14th, shares of Twitter are up nearly 50%. Musk sold, told his millions of followers on Twitter that he was giving serious thought to creating his own social media platform and has clashed repeatedly with financial regulators about his use of Twitter. His Twitter stock purchase comes as Musk locked into a bitter dispute with U.S. securities regulators over his ability to post on Twitter. Musk's lawyer has contended in court motions that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is infringing on the Tesla CEO's First Amendment rights. In October of 2018, Musk and Tesla agreed to pay $40 million in civil fines and for Musk to have his tweets approved by a corporate lawyer after he tweeted about having the money to take Tesla private at $420 per share. The funding was for, far from secured and the electric vehicle company remains public, but Tesla's stock price jumped. The settlement specified governance changes, including Musk's ouster as board chairman, as well as pre-approval of his tweets. The SEC sought a securities fraud charge, alleging that Musk was manipulating the stock price with his posts. Musk's lawyer is now asking a U.S. District Court judge in Manhattan to throw out the statement, the settlement, contending that the SEC is harassing him and infringing on his First Amendment rights. More after this. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Royce, I'm not necessarily a millennial, but... Uh, you know they're they're getting on up there in age. I mean, mid thirties. Oh right? yeah, they're you know, just on the cuff, about to hit that forty hill. You know, here, here's the thing about that: we've adulted just a bit, so we can kind of talk about um, what it takes to manage your money. Um, yeah, and absolutely. Because your financial to do list in your twenties is kind of targeted you know setting up automatic transfers and contributing to your 401k uh, making sure that you paid down the interest on the stuff that you can't quite pay for Um, there's there's a there's more steps that you need to do yeah you gotta gotta pay attention to your credit score and basically the the key to having a good credit score besides just paying your bills is keeping your lines of credit open so like say for example you may have a credit card at 18 or 19 percent well you've got no then they're now offering you five or six percent guess what roll them all over to the five or six percent but keep the 19 one open just don't use it the more available credit you have the higher your score will be you know i found this out when i paid off my car earlier this year um earlier last year um the thing is about uh about accounts is when you have it open it contributes to your credit score it you know every time you make a payment on time it says hey they made that payment on time exactly they're good for it and then when you close it it's like oh wait you don't have as many open revolving accounts and your amount of credit worthiness Mm. and your credit worthiness goes down because Guess what? It's paid off now. I think I lost about 20 points on that one. Yep, every single time. So never close an account, just stop using it. But I can't do it with the car. Um, <laughs> lease. Aha. Aha. Leasing cars. That, that is a trick to actually boosting your credit score because it's always on there and you're always paying a lease. And yes. every three years you have a brand new car. So yes. that's always an option. So let's go to the BMW dealership. Oh, God. Here we go. All right, let's so let's do, let's talk about investments, right? Okay. Investments. First rule of go, rule of thumb is basically no matter what you make, try to give at least ten percent, if not fifteen percent, towards a retirement goal or an investment goal, right? So basically, it's like okay, if you make twenty thousand dollars, two thousand dollars should go towards investing uh, over the course of that year. Uh, just to basically try to make it easy, break it up into smaller payments. If it's even twenty or forty dollars a check. Um, it's better than not saving at all, right? Yep. Um, as far as protecting yourself and your loved ones, make sure that you have insurance. 
A lot of people suggest um, term life. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of term life because there's no return on investment. You're betting that you're going to die. That's not a bet I want to take. I would rather bet on a whole life policy that I could later in life use um, as a line of credit. So definitely would go with whole life. It costs more, but in the end, you will get more out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, what about you know giving and things like giving that? giving is another big part so as you get older and all your bills are met um, making sure that you uh, have charitable uh, donations and stuff um, it helps you to basically offset your tax burden for the year because we're in at the uh, middle or beginning of April here so yeah uh, the IRS cometh so make sure you're, you're also giving uh, things to charities it, it's good for you and it's good for uh, the community Sounds like a plan, and we'll talk more about that and investing in the next segment. More after this. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Royce, back when I was in high school, I had to apply to a scholarship search place, which gives you a three-ring binder of scholarships that you can apply for. But wow. It was difficult. We have a scholarship... Yes. That's not so difficult. Not so difficult. You do have to have to have studied your, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. And uh, basically just live in the Memphis, uh, Shelby County, DeSoto County, and Crichton County uh, area. And, hey, it's free money. And okay. all you have to do is write an essay that says, what does financial freedom mean to me? Okay, so here's the, the down low, guys. So, so pay attention. If you know someone who is a high school senior uh, graduating in Shelby County, Tennessee, DeSoto County, Mississippi, or Crittenden County, Arkansas, that plan to major in finance, accounting, economics, physics, or mathematics with a minimum high school GPA of 3.5, they have the opportunity to get $1,000. That's five different people have the ability to get $1,000 apiece. Um, and it's open to any graduating high school senior that meets the above or meets the requirements there. Um, so what you need to do is you need to go to arbitragetrade.org slash scholarship, arbitragetrade.org slash scholarship. And, uh, we'll take a look at that. Uh, you need to get a completed and signed scholarship application, uh, the uh, all the responses to the questions that we have on the application a current high school transcript and the essay 
that yeah. you were talking about, what financial freedom means to me, no more than a thousand words, we count, don't we? Yeah, we do. The counting oh, counts that, man. I don't think. I don't want to count. Hey, she's got it, I promise you. Okay, all right. As and long- the other one... She can count it too. All right, as as long as long as you know. I mean, we're a financial company. We count. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, additionally, we also need a letter of reference on school stationery from a school administrator, teacher, or guidance counselor uh, to uh, to that, and no electronic submissions, guys. But they have to be postmarked by Monday, April eighteenth, two thousand twenty-two. And yes. why are we doing this, Royce? Because we believe in our community. Basically, charity starts at home. So basically, we're giving the opportunity for uh, fellow Memphians and Mid-Southers to uh, participate who have done the hard work and they have put in. And they deserve to be rewarded with basically a scholarship that will pay them year after year, up to four years, $1,000 uh, for their continued efforts as they continue to advance and contribute to the community. That's right. As long as you're in good standing uh, with your school and complete all the requirements to graduate uh, and the requirements that we have, minimum GPA of 3.5, you want to study uh, uh, finance, accounting, econ- economics, physics, or mathematics, you know, and you live in these three counties because we believe in local uh, local people and we want to make sure that the locality, um, they don't get all the opportunities that most yeah, people do. This is true. So, this is true. So we want to make sure that we have that opportunity to do that. So once again, uh, deadline is April 18th. Information at arbitragetrade.org forward slash scholarship. And more after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Thank why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Royce, can we say that you budget well? Yes. Well, I'm working on my budget because, Excellent. As, as everybody knows, I'm looking for a house. Yes, most uh, millennials actually have spent about 66% of their money, on average, on housing over the last few years. See, here's the thing on that, because where where I've read... And what I've seen, um, you're only supposed to spend about 30 to 35% on housing. Eh, more house, more things. Remember, we just came off pandemic. Where were you True. spending most of your time? At home. So your home better be comfortable. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Um, the, the thing is, is that the, the percentages of spending 
is the huge thing that I can tell here. You know, you need to track your spending. Isn't that right? Yeah, track your spending. Make sure that basically, um, even having a rough budget, the, the my number one thing when making a budget is always pay myself first. No matter what I, else I do, like if you're going to pay your cell phone bill, if you're going to pay your mortgage, make sure that you have money that's just for you, for nothing else, whether it's not, not for a concert, not for the, literally invest in yourself every single month. Well, I, I've got things in criticals, right? I've got, you know, my rent, my electricity, uh, gas for the car, cell phone, groceries, car payment, um, loans, and, and alarm company, and auto insurance. Does that sound yeah, about right? That's about right. That's about right. Most people do fall into those same categories. So the non-criticals that I have, you know, I've got... Uh, a car wash once a month. I've got Amazon. I've got Disney and Hulu and Netflix and you know all this stuff. It's 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 the wants, right? Yeah, the wants is basically where most people get in trouble if they're not watching their money. It's okay to have wants, and it's okay to literally say, "Okay, I want this," but make sure that you're not getting lost in the subscription battle. So basically, we used to have like where cable television like I'm not paying $150 for cable, and now you got Hulu and Amazon and Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus, yeah. and Paramount and what and and, and then HBO YouTube and, and yeah, yeah. So lots of uh, subscriptions, literally, those add up quickly, and basically make sure you're getting uh, the most out of them if you're going to use them. The other thing is make sure you invest. Investing is literally mo the most important thing that you can do for yourself. You are literally investing in your future. I'm sitting here looking at my own budget, and I'm paying $80 in streaming services alone. Yep, I believe it. Most Holy people do. mackerel. Yep. That Imagine is Imagine if your 80 bucks can make you about 30 to $40 a month. So... Mm. So setting a budget, right, is yes. important. It's the first thing that you need to do before you invest. Yes. But also be flexible, right, because things come. Yes, but this is one thing to make sure, even when setting a budget and investing, make sure that your investment is a part of your budget, not apart from, a part of your investment. So basically making the plan after is never as important as making the plan to be there right away. And don't forget the most important thing. Don't invest if you can't lose it. Well, it, you can never go wrong investing in yourself. You can never go wrong investing in yourself. Sounds like sage advice. Let's end it right there. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on State of the Bands. There we go. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.